possible, but the, somehow the longest time. You really, in a way that I truly admire, you really like luxuriated in that one, and it's a luxurious joke. You know, sometimes there is, and every like every every comic who thinks they know everything will tell you those like fewest words, fewest words to get to the punchline, and yeah, fine, but like as well, sometimes not that. Sometimes just say many words. And, and, and <laughs> no, I kicked right. him in the dick. <clears throat> you know, that's the fewest words I could get to. That was the punchline. <laughs> well, it's the saddest like... story with the least words with the baby shoes. Yeah, I feel like I could tell a sadder one with like a few more words. I could tell a sadder one with, with less words. Baby dead. Yeah. Baby, baby dead. Dead baby. Baby dead. <laughs> Parents not even that sad because they killed it. I mean, I don't know. And, it's, and it, yeah, and it's kind of unclear with that baby shoe story. It's like maybe the baby just came out with giant feet. It was already, <laughs> which in a way is sad, but like, like they're not really they're, sad. they're just horrible parents. They're like walk barefoot, you little, little bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Babies shouldn't wear shoes. They wear socks. Or it's the, the <laughs> sad the story of a. Baby shoes speculator who bought yeah. baby shoes at the baby shoes boom and <laughs> thought that there'd be another one, you know? Holes until dear life, you know? <laughs> Ghost estate never lived in. <laughs> Am I right, folks? Oh, <laughs> this is the David McWilliams podcast I'm listening to, I dare say. <laughs> well, it's. Uh... If you haven't already figured it out now, you're uh, you're listening to the final count. Then it's a tough, it's a tough podcast to come across by accident. Yeah, um, you, you you did some work to get here. We no, do not top, advertise. We're still although, although now that, notable, right? Yeah, yeah, we're. <laughs> yeah, I used to wonder. It's like you remember when people who we just didn't know would just listen to it, and where did they get that from? They're like, oh yeah, we it was just up somewhere. We didn't do it. Yeah, yeah. Although now that I've been. Uh, now that I'm no longer in my job, I have been telling colleagues the name of the podcast rather than some beer show. Ah, oh, you probably oh, wouldn't yeah. like it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, these people don't uh, control my earnings anymore, so let them have at it. Let them, let them have at Like, I have, like, as well, I don't tell people in my work what it's called, and I tell them all they shouldn't listen. And then I was like, what job are you protecting? First of all, they won't fire you. And even if they do, like, would that be so bad? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh... But, but you know, but you know, you know, find out countdown. I'm Manus Cronin. Joining us this week, as always, Jack Toner, Gavin Carberry, and special guest just for this week or any other week, you might want to be here, Ben Clifford. It's true. Hello. I was going to try and um, line up my beers with you guys. So I'll wait until you guys tell me what you're drinking and I'll just pick something close enough from the well, fridge. It's, it's good that we've it's good that we've all lined up our beers in advance mm -hmm. anyway. Yeah, yeah, I'm drinking. Well, well I'm drinking rock. Uh, Gavin, I think you're on paper, aren't you? And um... yeah, and I've got scissors. Oh, but only shoes. a half. Oh, okay. I'll be the other half. <laughs> I'll be um, nice. You'll be. Nice. <laughs> um, I'll go first. I am drinking the the final of the Porterhouse trilogy. Uh, they have more than three beers, but uh, I only there got was... three. <laughs> there was only three in my fridge when I started this trilogy. Um, and this is the Rambler Juicy Pale Ale. I was very impressed by their beer last time around, and a Juicy Pale Ale sounds right up my fucking street. I think it was the New England I had the last time, and it, it was. and it it hit fucking right. Whereas uh, this, let's see, Pale Ale, not IPA. Set your taste buds up here. I'm just cracking it open. Jack, what are you drinking? I have got a, a crafty brewing company. I mean, we've certainly had this one before. They're American style brown ale. Oh, oh, we have had that before. Yeah. Oh, have we yeah. had that? We've had their American style wheat. Have we had their brown? Brown's I think <laughs> we've had their brown as <laughs> well. Yeah, brown. No, no, we've been talking it for years. It was the Super Bowl. Had, their wheat scored super high. We, we really like that one. And we love brown. <laughs> we love brown. Brown. Uh, and it was the Super Bowl but days ago, so I wanted to get something, and then I saw that, that my local uh, giant German retailer had this with the word America on it. So I got it. Guten Tag! Otto. <laughs> I am your giant German retailer. <laughs> no, I went to the littler retailer. Mm. Hey. I went to the little one. Yeah, probably the biggest one is little. Yeah, that's 
Little. No, little. You can try your best. Still the point. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's not Ikea either, you cunt. <laughs> but it is Barcelona. It is Barcelona. 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 Definitely Tool. Neil corrected us on that. So I, 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 yeah, that's yeah, one I'm willing to make sure I say. Yeah, the band is well, Tool, the beer is Tool. Yeah. Well, what you call it, um, uh, um, a friend of the show, Dave Guilfoyle, like texted me a, uh, a, a some old promotional tool stuff, and there for for the Irish market, and it was like the the thing on it they said was Connoisseur tool. So it must be, <laughs> but so it, it must, must be tool because Connoisseur doesn't work. Yeah, I mean that Neil guy. I don't know. I, yeah. he, he he's pretty smart to correct us that it was in fact tool. Yeah. So I don't know what to say about all of that. Uh, yeah. Ben, what do you have that you think can uh, line up? So uh, a juicy pale ale or a brown? Have you got either of those? Well, you're going juicy. I'm going to go hoppy. I have a hoppy pale ale. So mm, okay. we can compare the hops to the juice. Yeah, sure. This is, I'll uh, see, if the ju- see if the hops are worth the squeeze, as they say. Yeah. That is what they say. They say that. This is Dead Center's uh, Happy Christmas and Great New Year. So it's, I presume it's a <laughs> Christmas-based happy pillow. Looks good, Dead though. Centre, so named for their Athlone location, I believe. Westmeath! Yeah, which is uh, Athlone the that most of Athlone is in, yeah. Which is west of me, yeah. <laughs> first and only. Um, it's always nice to be the first and only, but the only and first and only makes it seem like they're gatekeeping. We're the first and only. No one else is let in. Yeah, yeah, stop. yeah, everyone yeah. else needs to stop now. Everyone, yeah, yeah, shut up. Yeah. Or failed, or did they fail? Like, for example, you remember yeah. when we were the first and only show with Real Meat? Remember that? <laughs> we still are. First and only. We still are. We still are. <laughs> the effort it took to get this, like, we need to, we need to get the Granby burgers. Why? Yeah, that was part of our routine. Every day it was like four o'clock. Popped out to Tesco. So that not every day. Some days we forgot and use yesterday's meat. Yeah, we did Wish use yesterday's you. meat. For like a joke that didn't work to begin with. Ben and I were just really into llamas with hats when we were writing that sketch. So it was like, it was like, well, we have to have some sort of meat thing with meat, you know. What if the llamas with hats guys come? They'll know it's a homage. They'll yeah, hire us. We would, have been so, we would have been so happy if they had a shout up and been like, yeah, please stop doing that or something. So it's a, it's a, is that a beef? Is that a beefy boy? Is that a, uh, not that there's beef in it, but rather that there's a lot of beef. Real beef. At the hoppy? The hoppy's only yeah. a five percenter. Yeah, I'm also rocking five. I'm on a 4.6. The porter has seemed to, yeah, big pussy energy over here, uh, seem to go a little bit lower on the percentages. None of the percentages have been particularly high. They've all been like five at max, um, which I appreciate. You know, Porterhouse, been around a while, quite established. Stick to tradition, you know. Yeah, I agree with you. Everything, ever, all this, all this newfangled. Everything's a fucking six. Nonsense. <laughs> I have a, I have a Bavic super pills. Oh, oh man, you're on those super pills. I'm telling Daddy. you, now, yeah. <laughs> oh man, they're, they're no, they're tanner like, but now they are. But the, but hanging out, wait. 45 minutes before you take another one because they're very strong they are now I have to say. <laughs> it's uncompromised according to themselves it's a product of Belgium and they make a lot of bold claims on the can um, it's the only one Pilsner remains uncompromised brewed for quality and consistency no adjustments never pasteurized slowly brewed cold maturation crystal clear it's Bavic Super Pils or nothing let's find out <laughs> which it'll be yeah I mean that that that's so like never pasteurized, uncompromising, white pride. Like it did kind of kind of had a bit of a like I don't know. It was going in a bad direction towards like ethnic purity. Like it feasting was, with Odin in the halls of Valhalla after slaying yeah, enemies. Here we like, go. I was like, okay, let's let's ease it up there, Betvik. You know. Like, <laughs> No compromise. Eugenics is fine. Let's drink it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's a super pills. And does it live up to the first part of that name at least? Super bland. Yeah. yeah. 
It's fine. Yeah, this is fine. It's fine, but it makes a lot of big claims, and it's yeah. and it's only fine. Oh, this is this is weird. Five point two percent. But I got the strongest boy. You got, got the strongest boy. boy. And how's the beer? <laughs> I dare say, I dare say, Mister Clifford, the beer as well is very nice. <laughs> 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 I can tell you're going to be trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty, it's pretty. Um, uh, any, any first thoughts on that? You know, you know the first tastings. The this famous is fine. first the tastings. Famous first tastings. It's yeah. been lighter than I was expecting. It doesn't have the okay. same kind of weight to it that I've I've grown to love some from previous brown ales. But look, let's see how it settles in. Let's mm. see how it settles. That'll be key. Yeah. The settling will be essential. Yeah. De uh, ben, your dead center hoppy pale ale. How is it? First tasting um, gives me like. If I can ignore this bit, and it seems like a pretty big part of the flavor, it's really tasty, except it feels like someone has dropped the end of a cigarette in there. It's a big one. That's big kind one. of why it's tasty. Yeah. Yeah, I need to separate the memories I have of drinking something like that with knowing that it isn't that, and therefore <laughs> is it a good flavor. <laughs> Uh, and we've all picked up a can at a house party that was an ashtray. Yeah, we have. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, oh, god, I can taste it now. That's yeah. a memory yeah. that doesn't leave easy. No, it, it has doesn't. that. It has that, and I'm trying not to hold it against it. And I have to. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, there's something there. I don't know if it's because this is meant to be drank at Christmas, but surely it will last a couple of months. I better check what Christmas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. At a really sad Christmas. Uh, the very yeah. next day it tastes like an ashtray you know <laughs> if you drink it too late something there I bet there's something when you throw loads of hops that it begins to taste like a little bit of a smoky but not in a good way so that's what I'm getting hopefully over time we will mellow it yeah I mean it's I do like to shit on small Irish businesses to the point yeah. that like you know I mean, it's it's the main point of this podcast was to just <laughs> We wanted to support the underdogs like Diageo and AB yeah. InBev, you know, Molson Coors and to a lesser extent. And to a lesser extent, your Van Damme's. <laughs> they can't they can't all be they can't all be perfect like uh, the King of Beers in my life. Um what's what's your did you give an impression of your 4X whiskey that you're drinking? Uh, mine. Uh, the Rambler is nice. Yeah, it is. It's a juicy pale ale. Like, uh, this is a tasty beer. I'm not sure what I'm getting from it yet. I still have a bit of a cold from from over the weekend. Um, but yeah, it's cool, crisp, juicy. Um, fine. Like you know, it's it's a nice beer. Porterhouse. And don't you have a hard. you have a cold from the weekend. I do. Yeah. So you would hear you would hear ours as bees. Yes. You know, when that child said, what's a, what's a battle? <laughs> it's, it's, um, it's from The Simpsons. Uh, I want to mention it before we get to it, but I don't want to get to it yet. We do have a Paraslap update, which I know everyone's listening for. Whoa, Thanks. yes, please. Ooh, Hook much, it to my veins. Much more Paraslap. But before we have a chance, we'll check in with Ben, maybe. He's here often enough to check in. Yeah, no as, as it might otherwise be. Um, but we uh, before we do that, it's time to get introduced to our new favourite segment, uh, which, you know, I can imagine never getting sick of and will continue for weeks to come. <laughs> <laughs> we've... Um, we, we've been getting a lot of praise in a lot of circles in a lot of weeks, and it's great. I love it. I love the new attention. I love the advertising dollars. By the way, this uh, podcast is brought to you by Blue Chew. Um, for if you want Viagra, but you want to chew it as well, so that your dick gets hard uh, while you listen to our podcast or whatever. I don't know, but everyone wants it. You can also get underpants sent to your house. Um, we'll do that ad later and as well. Um, you can buy a title <laughs> in Scotland. Um, yeah, we killed James and we're selling you his. That's... <laughs> <laughs> But but what I didn't realize was that one of the final countdowners, one of the fackers, has been uh, doing the media rounds for a different reason this week. And uh, I can play the audio for you now. I'm sure you've all heard it and seen it already. Good evening and welcome to Tucker Carlson tonight. Shocking new evidence has emerged today regarding the likely origins of the COVID-19 pandemic. Fox News journalists with access to White House files have revealed that security for the coronavirus research lab in Wuhan was the responsibility of a man called Jack Toner. 
Jack apparently had a detailed plan to prevent any viruses escaping from the lab. We are now joined by Mr. Toner to tell us what the plan was. Jack, thank you for agreeing to be on the show. Great to be here, Tucker. <laughs> I was all, really, it was a part of me was expecting that you had also done me. Am I going to get me yeah. like, put your finger in my big booty ass booty, bitch, booty, booty, <laughs> booty, booty Tucker Carlson. <laughs> Yeah, it's it, it's it's really good at doing American voices. It's terrible at doing him um, at doing anyone else. So it, so it, we're it, safe for now. You're safe for the minute. Yeah, I, I was. Uh, I, however, I have I can now make Tucker and Joe Rogan talk to each other. So that's gonna be... excellent. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's gonna really up the game a little bit there. Um, it does it does it does Tucker better than anyone I've been able to feed it. It does Tucker amazingly well. He kind of has the most American accent. Yeah, he does. Yeah. He speaks like, super he speaks super clear as well. Like he's like it's, there's no Yeah. It's, like when you when you when you get it to do Joe Rogan, it does sound like him, but it sounds like him reading from a script. But like the only time you'd ever hear Tucker Carlson he is reading from a script. So it yeah. sounds just like him doing his I, I can't I'm gonna have to just do a clip of his little laugh because he does this little, he does this high pitched little laugh at, at like times. It's like, that... <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it's like that. It's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like the the AI can't like figure that out, so <laughs> maybe just clip it from him actually doing it. You know. <laughs> and then Alexandra Ocasio Cortez says, <laughs> you know, and it goes on like that. <laughs> It's very Mickey Mouse, actually. Yeah. yeah. It's very Just Mickey, I think Mickey Mouse is safe from It's like AI. Maybe, what, but where does it stop? Maybe they're going to come to your house and take the beef out of your fridge. Maybe they're going to put that beef in a comedy show. Maybe that comedy show won't be very funny at all. Oh. That's not a bad, that's not a bad talker, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and he's um and you think he's bad, and he is bad, but you realize. Like I was like Tucker's such a comedy go mine. What about the rest of Fox News? And just like he's a class apart from them. the rest of them are such dull duds. Like they don't, <laughs> like they don't. Have... They don't even dress up the bullshit with some funny stories. Come on. Oh, the, the, the rest of them is like like one of the big guys on Fox News now is Brian Kilmeade, who you. Goodfeld, you'll be good to hear that Goodfeld had an ad during the Super Bowl. Oh, good. <laughs> Goodfeld sucks so hard. Tucker's way funnier than Goodfeld. And Goodfeld's supposed to be their comedian. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Brian Kilmeade from UFC, the uh, very early ones. You remember he was one of the like charismaless drones they, that the, the Gracies <laughs> had, like, brought in to say what they told them to say. And it's like, wonder what he's doing. Oh, yeah, he's on Fox News. Yeah, that makes sense, you know. Uh, and uh, they've got a bunch of, yeah, Gutfeld. What was Gutfeld's Super Bowl ad? Was it for him? Was it for yeah, himself? Yeah, it was for Gutfeld, exclamation point, because it was airing on Fox. So Fox obviously were promoting some of their own stuff. Uh, I think it That's was... an expensive uh, spot, Gutfeld. Yeah, it was like 10 seconds. Bring in the audience. It was like 10 seconds, so that's like two to three million. Yeah. That would have cost. Jesus Christ. Yeah. It was, and it was the, like... fuck, the fucked up thing about all of those shows is, well, I, I know this about Tucker. I don't know this about all of them, but I bet it's true of all of them. They do not draw advertising dollars, not the big stuff. Mo most of the big companies don't want to be on their shows. So the only way... Like the reason why the reason why Tucker is so valuable to Fox News is not through advertising dollars, but through carriage fees. Like because his ratings are just so high from all these mm. like you know boomers <laughs> drinking their white wine on the couch in Long Island, you know, yeah. uh, the, the like the stations are just like, well, we we need the we need the eyeballs to bring our average up, you know. Yeah, so yeah, they yeah. pay them for it. So I guess that's probably true of Goffel too, and that's well, so I think sad. What, Manus, what I think you just said in lots of words was they only get paid because they have high viewership. No, but my 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 point is there are there are lots of programs in wrestling. One of them, um, where they have they traditionally have very high ratings, but they get don't get paid very much money at all because the uh, the advertise the advertisers don't think that the people who watch those programs are someone they want to advertise to. Uh, so so the spot so the ad rates for like Tucker are quite low, but it's still worth it for a station to put him on because he brings their average up so high. Mm. Um, 
So it's a, it's, it's, it's a weird one. Wrestling forever. The thing was, wrestling fans don't read. Wrestling fans don't have any money. <laughs> and anything they do have, they just spend it on wrestling. Yeah. yeah. As so true like, today as it was when uh, it was written. As it ever was. <laughs> well, even, if, even if you didn't know it for sure, I wouldn't blame a marketing guy for looking at wrestling for five seconds and going, these cunts don't read. Yeah. <laughs> no way. Ever talk to anyone like involved, people. myself included? Oof. So, like Raw and during the height of the Attitude Era was doing ten million viewers, you know, and set and just making no money and selling that, zero right? washing machines. So yeah, just yeah, not yeah, yeah. a single Dyson. Yeah. <laughs> These people don't clean. They don't clean their balls. They don't clean their yeah, house. yeah. They Look at them. They clothes. don't clean themselves. They're not going to clean their fucking house. You know. Yeah. Hardware stores could have made a killing, like selling tables, ladders, chairs. Chairs. Oh my! Would have fucking made a killing. If only fans existed. Two by fours. In an era where advertising on TV was both necessary and acceptable, which you know neither of which could possibly exist, then like, I think there would have been a lot of ad dollars thrown at the L wrestling fan. I mean, when you consider that, well, it was a, th- things like OnlyFans not existing were a huge part of why the a- Attitude Era was as popular as it was. <laughs> it was like, if you could just see boobs whenever you want, why did you need to tune in to see Sable in a short skirt? Yeah. <laughs> Which people did plot. in huge numbers. Plot, man. Plot for the plot. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They, um, they're, they're, that's the one thing that's never changed is the smell of the wrestling fan. The sort of demographic has sort of changed. It's less hillbilly redneck and more like fat sweaty neckbeard nerd. Uh, you know, they have more money and, and they're, they're all those things, but they all stink. I mean, mm. it, it, wrestling shows are the smelliest events I've ever been well, to. Madis- Ben and I were at an event that might... It was great. It was fantastic. It was seeing one of our idols. But mm-hmm. let me tell you, Weird Al Yankovic in the Helix in Dublin <laughs> was the smelliest event I've ever been at. Ben, would you agree? I, I would definitely agree to the point where, Gavin, before we arrived, you were playing a game because there was another gig on that night um, in the Helix, in the other room. A, a very different audience. They were there to see one night with Adele is the name of the night, but Adele's not there. It yeah, was yeah. Else. We, we, we later found out it was a fake Adele. Um, yeah. So there was an Adele... Impersonator, I feel like Packard or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, took me a second. Very wow, cool. incredible. <laughs> there was yeah, there was an Adele tribute act on beside us, uh, and I ask this question to myself every day: You have Weird Al, you cut your Adele tribute act. What are you doing? Just ask yeah. him to play a couple of Adele songs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. he's got. Yeah. You know, he's got the wig. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know he's got the wig, exactly. Um, yeah, but before, I think Ben was saying, before the night, so they, yeah, before you went in, the security guards would go, all right, step to the left for one night with Adele and step to the right for uh, Weird Al Yankovic. So I was a couple of minutes before the guys and I played a game of guessing who was going to a night of Adele and who was going to Weird Al. <laughs> and I didn't get it wrong once. It was... <laughs> Ah, a man with a goatee and long hair. Yep, that's weird. <laughs> ah, a Bahama shirt. Weird, Al. Someone dressed up uh, to the nines who's in their 60s. And I with Adele. Yeah, yeah. Adele. Oh, this group of You don't eight even need to check visibly... the tickets. <laughs> this group yeah. of eight visibly national school teachers from Kilkenny are here for Adele. Yeah. <laughs> what? I thought this was Jan- Joan McNally. For fuck's sake. Joan McNally. However you pronounce your name, National School Teachers love it. National School Teachers absolutely it, jo- love it. Jo- Joanne McNally had like a 30-night run in Vicar Street that was yeah. sold out or something fucking And like nobody knew about it except the people who knew about it, and they knew about it. And, <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, if you were drinking on Thomas Street for about two months and you saw like eight women, one haircut, you were like, oh, Joanne McNally was on tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joanne McNally is the female equivalent of like the second captains because I went to a second captain yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, <laughs> recording in in uh, Liberty Hall Theatre and uh, a guy I was with ran into an old school friend 
And uh, <laughs> let's go for a moment. Are you as excited to see Jordan Peterson as I am? Because it was like <laughs> a similar crowd that would be going to vote. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's not obvious to me, Ken Early, why you think that Roy Keane was sent home from the World Cup in the first place. <laughs> oh. uh, but Weird Al Yankovic would highly recommend. Very different <laughs> show than I would have thought before looking up the set list. It was like no hits, no covers. Really? It was all yeah, his it, like all his polka albums, originals. Yeah, yeah, not, no polka, no polka. It was all just original songs, like the night Santa went crazy, or yeah. uh, Sue yeah, dog eat dog, Sue yeah, yeah, dare to be stupid, yeah, all the hits. But but he didn't Dude, do. But it's the only one that was like I can remember. <laughs> he also did Albuquerque, obviously. That's the he did Albuquerque. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, it was phenomenal. Like the, yep. like you gotta music. say, I'd have been. I gotta say, I might have been annoyed. To be it, like yeah. That. And he was like, "What are you gonna do, white and nerdy? Come on, man!" For the first <laughs> couple of songs, I was like, "Cause I didn't know going in, and I should have known. He's been on this tour for a couple of years. I was like, oh man." But then, by like 10, 15 minutes in, I was like, please don't play the hits. Keep yes, this. yeah. <laughs> really? Because like, not only yeah. are his songs like gas, and you kind of had to like work to hear the lyrics because you weren't familiar with them, but like, they're fucking bops as mm. well. Like, with the man to play. good musicians working on that fucking stuff. Um, I, but you do say there was a smelly crowd. Extremely smelly, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's I guess if you picture in your head the guy at the party you're at who's explaining to you that no seriously, Al Yankovic is his his um his uh, his original stuff is actually really, really good. Do you think that man cleans his bum thoroughly? I mean, I don't think you picture a man who does. <laughs> I don't think he's got time. See him Albuquerque's a nine-minute song, you know. Yeah. <laughs> There's there's a bunch of pictures going around from uh, last last year's WrestleMania weekend at one of the big, you know the way they do those um like it's like one hall and there's like fifty independent shows just cycle on one after the other mm. um in the hall and there was um there's pictures of the the the, the chairs and what a mistake it was for them to be white chairs and a bunch of them just had these big brown poo streaks. No. On them. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> guys here are just I paid for my ticket I'm going to shart right here that's what I'm going to do <laughs> not wearing oh, trousers well, you imagine, how do you shart through what I am hoping is two layers of well, clothing you've been, you've been to wrestling well, shows it comes so up the top yeah, none of us have children but we do around. know that you get a round enough body if the poop's coming up the top yeah it's gonna <laughs> it's you know it's like like you see a lot of underbelly and a lot of upper ass crack at any yeah, yeah. self-respecting wrestling shows. So if you imagine a man like that, he's not really sized. For, the chairs weren't made for the husky gentleman, and it's just the trousers come down. You know, because I think you know the Louis C.K. joke. Where it's like, yo, I want my belt. I need to book a more. I, I need a belt. I, yeah, I ate my way out of this problem. You know, when you're when you're slim, you don't really need a belt because your pants sort of fit. When you're not, your belly sort of pushes your pants. Everything down, down. So, yeah. Everything's going south, yeah. You know, so you just have a hard fart, and you think you got away with it, but the fact is, you didn't. It just shot out the, it just shot out the back end, and yeah, there's a bunch of people that just, you know, because there's like, it's a big deal for some of these guys to go to the bathroom in the middle of something, and it's like, well, I might miss the opening match. You know, and there's, there's I've like been in, I've been on. in a lot of opening matches. You ain't missing shit, son. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, you never know. They they might have to post the results to their uh, they might have to post the results to their blog. <laughs> their, their, their many readers would be very disappointed if they didn't do so. Yeah, so that's oh my god, smell, that, smelly crowd, great gig. That, mm. that yeah, that, yes. that, yeah, 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 smelly crowd, great gig. And Emo Phillips was on beforehand. Emo yeah. Phillips still knocking around. I He's haven't talked about Emo Phillips in years. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Is he? I mean, he wasn't. He was. It's not like he was busy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
He was writing, directing, producing stuff. I don't know. It's what people put in the resume when they've got a couple of gap years. Yeah. Um, the story of the wrestling show reminds me of one of my favorite things on the internet, which is the guy who went to the Magic the Gathering convention as like a Magic the Gathering enthusiast and then just took a lot of pensive photos next to people's arse cracks. Oh, you get a bunch of them. <laughs> There's like 20 photos. I think he was banned from Magic the Gathering conventions. He was like, oh he man, was. I'm actually really into this. I thought it would be a funny joke. It is a funny joke. It and, it's like it... I, and it's not like you're doxing anyone. It's like it's their arse crack. It could be yeah. any arse crack. And he's, and also, also, he's like, like a portly gentleman himself who I think like, yeah. you know, probably gives a bit of arse crack occasionally. I, th- I think it was done with love. And also like, I think more people are going to go to a Magic the Gathering convention because of that, not less. Yeah, 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 yeah. Either, either because they're like that seems funny, or some people might start covering up some Irish crack and making it a more enjoyable experience for the rest of for, us. for everyone. But involved, it's also yeah. it's a very unifying thing, the Irish crack, because it's one of the few things that, while I will accept, it's grosser if someone who's in terrible physical condition you can see their arse crack it is not hot when an attractive person has a visible arse crack it's like yeah, not, yeah. it's not nice to it's look like at ar- yeah arse cracks are just are like a, uh there's something in our psychology which just is like arse crack gross yeah <laughs> arse lovely in the right arse situation polar arse even the even the underbone fine but mm. arse crack the entire rest of it Great. Big what man. has happened to you all? I will never have a cum gutter, but I will have an arse crack. I'm proud of this. It's my only <laughs> thing that gives a hint of something going on ten stairs. Don't take this from me. I have um, a... Um... But you never see it. You see every other combination of potentially sexy sexiness going on with like fashion, but there's not been a... Well, these are going to be the genes where your arse crack is just visible. Well, there I mean, is that trend coming back, the kind of Lisa trend, I would say, mm. of the thong riding up. And like, yeah, but that's, that hot, is, but that's hot. That, that's I, hot. I'm sorry. Like, maybe I think I because I was 13 it indicates, when the Hardy Boys and Lita were knocking about. Maybe that's why I think it's hot. But that's hot. That's hot. Taking... But like, it is suggestive of an arse crack soon to be seen. Like, that, those jeans are riding low. No, in the again, zone you don't see crack. the top of it. Never. It's suggestive of cheek adjacency. The that is, is the key. High. And may I say that even the sexiest of, of things that even Cisco would sing about, you know, <laughs> its main job is to cover the arse the crack. Arse crack. It's yeah, like, yeah, and yeah. it covers. Like... Oh, yeah, and it does such a good job. Bravo. <laughs> well done. And the award for best covering of a fucking arse crack goes to the thumb. <laughs> Said, no wonder. <laughs> it is the best covering of the. It is not the most covering of the arse crack, and therein a key difference, Gavin. A key difference. <laughs> no, it isn't. But and my point is that the the universality of the arse crack being disgusting. Like, like mm. nobody thought when they saw and Lita's the prototype. I don't care what you say. <laughs> like when they saw her sashaying down to the ring in her combat trousers and funny. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it was the TLC was a... midriff era, and it's what made me straight. Yeah, and she yeah. was a beautiful. <laughs> it was either way. But... It was yeah, yeah. Touch your go. <laughs> but like I like, but if I sashay down to the ring in such attire, everyone would go, "Yeah," and they'd be right, to, and they'd be right to do it. But if it was arse crack, it'd be like, "Yeah, I guess I'd rather observe Lita than Manus's arse crack." But it's not like I'm there going, "Please let me see the arse crack." You know, for either of us, it's the great equalizer. It's it right down equalizer. the middle, 50 right. 50. There's there. <laughs> the um, we've been having contractors into the house, uh, just to take a look and maybe doing some work. And let me tell you, I'm leaning towards the guy who tucked a t shirt into his jeans, a fucking innovator in the yeah. contracting game. <laughs> Seemed to know what he's talking about, but mostly didn't have to see any whiff of bum cheek. You know, that's why he's getting the job. And that guy's going to be in the gaff for a while. You know, that's a, mm. you know, once he's like, Ugh, but that's an all day thing. I'm going to make a point here now that you're all going to have to listen to and it's going to suck a dick for you, Gavin, because you're going to have discovered something. All right. 
the rest of you already probably know this, but Gavin, you're going to have discovered something, okay? The arse crack on display by the builder, that's for you. That's a signal. <laughs> that's a signal that the tradesman who you've brought into your house because he's a superior man than you to fix your thing, that's the signal that he's gross enough that he ain't going to be fucking your wife. All right? <laughs> Was so Joyce a big fan of the tucked in t-shirt? Because you know, the tucked in t-shirt man is going, maybe I will. Maybe there's a wife to fuck here. Maybe <laughs> I will. You want the guy with his just unattractive <laughs> malodorous bum cheeks on display. Because you'd be like, I've demonstrated, I've demonstrated he's I'm worse than him because I can't do my plumbing, but at least he's got a smelly bum on display. I'm fine. <laughs> Mr. Old Mr. Tuck Pants, uh, be careful that he's not trying to be old Mr. Fuck Pants. Is he here to yeah. fix the fix the problem or is he here for something else? Because the time <laughs> the person has the arson display, they're not worrying about their arse or anything except no. the problem in front of them. Problem. You know, they're focused. <laughs> they, and I think yeah, they are like focused. The gathering fans. They're just focused on the game. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I can save you some time when you're trying to pick out which of the superior man is going to be cooking you. It's it's the tuck man. That's who it's going to be. It's the tuck man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More like the cook man. Am I right? More like the cook man. I'm so I'm sorry to tell you that the lads all knew. You, you, yeah, they knew. They knew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can tell by the look of their faces. They knew. Yeah. You can tell by the way. It's a mistake I'll never make again. No, God, <laughs> we, we all make it once because nobody tells yeah. you. It's not... <laughs> You're like, oh, how considerate of him. Isn't he nice? And then your wife is like, well, what about if I just stay, stay for a while alone with that filter? And you're like, well, he's got a covered bum. Why not? <laughs> I tell you, when Kim walked in and the two of us in the sheets, our marriage has never been the same. Don't see it coming, guys. <laughs> yeah, you can't see it coming. It's one of those, you can't put an old head on young shoulders, you know. It's one of those things you're, you're destined to tell the younger generations. They're destined to not believe you. And the cycle goes on. It goes on. It goes on. Nothing's fine. I'm torn. I'm all out of faith. This is how I feel. I'm cold and I'm ashamed. No, I can't. I don't know. I'm going anywhere with this. I thought you were going to go for and the beat goes on. Yeah, that might have made more sense. You know, you don't, you don't, you don't mine for gold and always hit gold. Sometimes, you know, there's not gold going on with the gold mine. Yeah, that's what they say. Often, yeah, more, more, like, more um, often you hit rock. It's more. rock. It's a lot of hitting rock. A lot of hitting rock. And a lot more water goes through that gold pan than those gold. I mean, gold, yeah. At the bottom of it, but that's what's important in the end. Um. So that's interesting. We know the smelliest fans. We know the smelliest gig. We know who to watch out for if he's going to cook you. Um, yeah. It's, that's, that's what we've learned. We've learned Would you like things. a very wholesome story about a very old bartender before we get into Power Slap? God, yes. yes. Yeah, I just thought it might, you know, a palate cleanser. Um, oh, my God. I was in Deliri at the weekend, and there's, an, there's a pub on a corner near where Bloomfields or, like, the cinema or Tesco or whatever you mm. want to call it, that building is. Yeah, And when we first walked in, because the match was on, and we knew it was going to be empty, there's never anyone in there until, like, maybe five or six, probably the hospital across the road. Um, so of all the places to watch the match, that was the quietest. And we didn't recognize that the bartender was the bartender because he was, like, probably an 87-year-old man. Um, and when my pint came, I got a porterhouse stout. It was, like, wet on the side of the glass. And I was like, I wonder what, it must be a clean glass, it must be a fresh glass. And... Uh, I realized my mistake, but in a very nice way. I think he seemed like a sweet guy when a friend of mine went up and they had Jameson Stout edition. You know, the Jameson that was aged in the Stout. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm. So they said, Can I have a Jameson Stout? And he was like, I just I've never heard of that. Jameson Stout. <laughs> I think you're thinking of two different things there. <laughs> it's, like, yeah. it's like, no, no. And it's like literally behind him, like a ruler away, 30 centimeters. Yeah, no, no, yeah, just yeah. the Jameson Stout there. So what Guinness is it? It's like, no, just the Jameson Stout. Behind you. Okay. Well, I'll drop it over the table. He comes over with a Guinness. <laughs> but as he puts it down, because he's sweet and old, his hand is shaking and the Guinness is going everywhere. And I realized that my glass wasn't wet. It's just, this is how he delivers pints. They're going to be the <laughs> And at the same time, if it gets served a pint by a man who's been in the industry for that long, you take it. <laughs> yeah, no... absolutely. 
And I was like, this guy, very sweet, obviously works the match shift because other bars are busy. And when it started getting busy, he left and some younger staff came in. And I was like, you know, I'm going to come back here. I don't mind a wet pint for a man who knows what he's doing. (laughs) Say knows what he's doing, okay? You said knows what he's doing there. And then given two examples of ways in which he does not know what he's doing anymore. (laughs) So, you know what I like when I go to the hospital? Is I like a doctor who's been in the industry for 80 years. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, get some leeches on me. A lobotomy for the wife, good sir? First thing he does is pull out a crucifix and some holy ointments, which I think is... <laughs> it was he was, is... it was very sweet. He also oh, overcharged is... us because he tallied up uh, two Guinness, a Heineken, and a Kinnegar, um big bunny or something. And he was like, "Okay, so that's that's four and four and six and eight and two and five and like it ended up being twenty six something for four points." And I was like, "This man is overcharging." <laughs> Well, he hasn't yeah, got yeah. used to since they moved since they moved over to metric currencies. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and and many... a, a shilling is roughly four euro now <laughs> yeah. at this stage. And yeah, I appreciated the grift, the hustle, and the dogged determination of this man. Oh yeah, he he gets back. Let him rest, Ben. Peels ben, off his mask. Man, rest. The no, fuck this old motherfucker. As soon as his shift ended, he walked out of there like verbal kint at the end of the fucking usual suspects. (laughs) (laughs) Took off his Mission Impossible 2 mask. He was a young fella. Jesus, that film was entirely not usual suspects. Mission Impossible 2. God, it was such an annoying and shit film. It's like every two minutes, like, I'm not who you thought because I'm in the mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm also not who I thought. Yeah. Scooby Doo has the integrity to do it once an episode. Yeah. yeah. Once. And people made such light of Scooby Doo for the fact that it would be like, oh, it turned out to be the theme park going around. Yeah, but yeah, one time he would do yeah. it. Yeah. There have been seven Mission Impossible films, and that's basically all they are. <laughs> As soon as you introduce that technology, you're fucking and the, like that was Game of Thrones sort of went that way towards the end as well, where it was and thankfully they did what they did a lot towards the end, which was like, Oh, remember how Arya can put on faces? Yeah, me neither. I mean it's just <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it, it's this big thing for a second and then it's never used again. Thankfully, you know? Yeah, she just used it to do that one thing which she could have done without the faces. And then it was over. <laughs> And then it was done. Yeah. Why'd your mask make you taller? <laughs> oh, why'd your mask make you taller? Because you're only all mine. <laughs> Fucking Walter Frey. Scummiest scumbag in the world. <laughs> well, we're going to have to be particularly cunning to overcome this scummy scumbag. This horny blind asshole. <laughs> <laughs> You have to be pretty quick witted to get around this drunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's supposed to make you think what an asshole Walter Frey is, but like all the all that makes you think is, man, Rob Stark was dumb as shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah you can trust me as long as there's no sexy young women or money around. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Well, 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 sure. Yeah, sure. That Walder looks a bit funny, but as long as he's with the staunch ally Ruth Bolton, I think we'll be okay. <laughs> he's got a trustworthy. Uh... Before we wrap up, I think we do need to touch on Power Slap. We, do need to we touch absolutely power do. Slap. I've been I, I, like, this has just been fucking like foreplay for the Power Slap. Power Slap. Super So I half watched much of the first episode of Power Slap Road to the Title. Where did you where do you where do you get this? It's on YouTube if you just look up Dana White's Power Slap, full episodes, okay. hosted by the UFC channel, and it is people inelegantly and with no defense slapping the shit out of each other. <laughs> That's all it is. That's all it's going to be. And it, unfortunately for me, peaked in match one where the winner was Slap Jesus. He's already got the best slapping name. 
he won his first slap fight. And they and also made a show. made a point in the first episode of being like, "There's not going to be any women in Paris slap." And normally, I would say you should fight for that equality. But in the case of Paris slap, I'm like, you should just be happy that there's no women in Paris. Just leave this one. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Leave this, this one. one. You, you got you. You made the Let right them win decision. this one. Let, Let them, them win this one. one. Let the misogynist yeah. win this one. Because yeah. it's just guys getting steady knocked the fuck out. Like, yeah. what, what they did do, though, in the first episode was like be like, yeah, we're not having women in Paris lap, but here are some women slapping each other. So they had like an exhibition <laughs> match. <laughs> so it's like, let's also have them as well, though, for those of you, you know, who want to see it, because we know that and as well. Fuck me. I didn't even fucking know this. Like a couple of weeks before it started, and like only for the fact that it would be too stupid even for him. Dana White got caught on camera slapping his wife. Yeah, oh, when, shit. when you write in Dana White oh. slap into YouTube, let me tell you, there's a lot more fucking footage than the, his professionally hosted TV show. That does not surprise me in the slightest. Dana White seems like a scumbag and is one. Like I mean, he has this always an SEO like play. Is it like I don't want people googling? <laughs> In a white slap, so I'm going to come up with something that gives more results than the video. Like it was so stupid that you are like uh, a little bit of me was like, it's like, is he? Did he do? Is this step? Could he have step? But it's not the type of thing you would do. But yet it's the type of thing that some fucking idiot might do. Where it's like, I know what will get us a lot of publicity. We're gonna stage. Oh, I don't think this is what happened, but like. It's too, like it's too the, dumb. I like we're on the thin ice portion of the episode. With no, how do you be? How do you be that fucking dumb to be a person who'll slap your wife to also be like? I mean, don't slap your wife anyway. But how do you be that guy and apparently intelligent enough to be Dana White to like where your promotional genius to be like? And as well, what I'll do now is I'm gonna have a thing where we slap each other. I mean, it, like what? The, like I don't get it, man. I don't. I guess he just is that dumb. I guess it's not. But I think Ben's point was that it was five brain thinking where he's like, okay, this footage exists of me slapping my wife. It, when people search Dana White slap, I want something even more stupid and ridiculous to come up. Power right, slapping I mean, how quickly, How quickly can we get 250 pounds of meat slapping another 250 pounds of meat? You're right, because it's so dumb that it's like... So, it's the only so explanation. It is literally the only explanation. And it's like, and it's horrendous. And but it is, because even, even someone like me, I, it's awful. <laughs> even though I know it wasn't staged for publicity, it's so stupid that I'm sitting there going... Maybe, yeah, it, yeah. You know, it's it's that dumb. So actually, it's like it's it's like the anti-comedy thing. It's just maybe be a bit shitter, and it might be for like, man, you're dumb. Should you try and smarten up? No, that's too far in the other direction. Just be way dumber. Way just, dumber. Yeah. Just dumb it up a bit more. But we talked last week about like, will they start getting better at defense? Dense, like is that is that gonna start to happen? Stronger chin, stronger jaws. Yeah. I will admit that I watched this all without audio because I don't think it's necessary. Um, but I'm just like, I don't, it seems like there's no rules by which you could possibly. Like, are there any rules rules that let you defend yourself? It seems like there's really. I saw. I saw. I sort of have an answer to this question. You are not if permitted. You move your hands back fast enough, and they miss. You get <laughs> to slap. That you move your neck. You back then they have to do that, enough. and then you can slap them. Down, you can right? slap them. Down. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's lightning quick reflexes, and yeah. it's a big risk, but you can. It, the, the reward. The reward is there. Yeah. No you whiplash your neck out of the way. <laughs> there's a rule about flinching, so you're not allowed like move at all before it it like happens. But in the fourth episode, which we're up to now, which I've watched, um. Yeah, and those ironic views, they get counted exactly the same. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, yeah. Um, but so a, in episode four, a couple of guys did get caught for flinching. So a guy like move his chin in a bit more so that he, or like he'd be hopping up and down and you'd be hoping that he's going to catch you on the, on, on, you know, lean your head in where you might break the guy's hand. Uh, so there's two sort of things there. One is all that happens if you get caught for flinching is he gets to slap you again. But in at least one of those, the guy broke his hand on the first one. Mm. So like his second slap wasn't, I think he did it with his other hand and it was shitty. And then the guy knocked him out the second time. And the second guy who did the flinching thing, although he did eventually, he did lose to the second slap. Because if you flinch, 
get slapped, they get they let the guy slap you again. And the second time he did knock him out. He was like, yeah, well, normally we try and sort of lean in a certain way, but I obviously went too far and it was it was it was found out. So that's what they're doing. The defendants. It's a bit of dark arts, a bit of yeah. like towing the line, seeing what you can get away with. But it, but even by episode four, they've gotten so good at slapping that it's just super important who wins the coin toss. It's like it's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> There's so, a couple of pre pre match things I'd love to see, uh, just to hype up the match more because obviously you need to pad this out. And one of them is a robot head that you slap, but when you slap it, it spins upwards and I'm like. Whoa! Oh yeah, like if you see how far the head goes up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See how far it goes up. Make it more realistic, like a human head does. Yeah, (laughs) like a human head does exactly. Yeah, but they do have they have like the power slap house, which is the same house that they used to film Ultimate Fighter in, and they have all the old tropes from Ultimate Fighter, like it's like oh oh, this week there is a fight in the house. And like, oh, in order to get revenge on that one guy who got too drunk, all of the guys, it's all the stuff from UFC 1. It's like all the other guys have thrown his stuff into the pool. It's all, like, it's all, it's like, it's beat for beat. It's like if you watch wrestling long enough and you're like, oh, they're doing the, they're doing the manager interference angle now. Yeah, know? yeah. So what I'm saying is it's great. And everyone should watch it. Dana White's <laughs> perfect. And so, and, and you're wrong for doubting him is what I'm saying. He's, he's wonderful. He's great. We just have to hope that this, <laughs> That this doesn't accidentally become huge. Uh, yeah. yeah. So having no more watched, ironic watches. Having watched almost none of it, I don't think this is going to become huge. No, it's too, it's too, it's too, it's too stupid. It's like, it's not that something stupid couldn't be big and it's not that something brutal couldn't be big. It's too brutal for how stupid it is. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. If yeah, the yeah. legitimate sport of slam ball didn't take off, then I'd have no faith for Paris Lab. No, yeah. it's not. It's, it's, it's too, but it's, it's too like, stupid. It's also, it's, it's not entertaining. Watch like, no, it's, like it's like, like if it's all dunks, there's nothing dunks. in it. If what? If it's all dunks, nothing's dunks. Yeah, that's true. Like that. Mm. Yeah, the the reason it. the reason that the that the that the like NBA plays a whole season before they do the dunk contest is because the dunk contest is really good once a year. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> and the only thing the only thing we know for Paraslap is becoming the only thing we know for sure about anyone on Paraslap is that they're not good at actual fighting. Because there's no way, if you really, if any of these guys really were, that they wouldn't just be doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I did uh, I did look up one of the, uh, a couple of the people who were involved, and um, that one of the, one of the women who was doing it seems to be like, I will do any combat sport you ask me to. <laughs> She's in like Foxy Boxing. There's a lot of pro wrestling. It's just like bodybuilder woman will do anything. <laughs> we'll we'll fight for cash. Yeah. Yeah. We'll star in Mandalorian. We'll do anything. Is that the point <laughs> <you're coming? laughs> Probably yeah, it's Sasha, it's Sasha Banks. Yeah, that's too <laughs> Just trying to get the career back. No, it, 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 it's 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 really stupid. I could potentially imagine as I, I, I don't like any single one of them. I hate all of them. Like when you watch the the, the Even Fighter, Slap Jesus? Yeah, fuck slap you. Fuck every fucking idiot who's doing this. <laughs> who is who is also, I want to say, getting stupider with every episode. And that's yeah. the fact they are getting hit in the head Probably every week. Ever, yeah. The only thing you want to see happen is have them think they're going to a slap fight and then they walk in and it's like, oh, it's the octagon. Oh, they're fighting Francis and Ghana. Great! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. That I would watch. It's the only way they can make money out of this. Is like, well, we're going to take all these fucking idiots and shoot them in the face live on television. <laughs> we're going to shoot them in the face. Face shot. It's face shot. <laughs> now the coin toss is going to be pretty important in this. <laughs> pretty important. <laughs> okay, the, the game is Russian roulette. The chamber is spun, but there are six bullets in the chamber. <laughs> <laughs> it's headshot. Dana White person kill. I'll watch it. <laughs> Manslaughter. It'll be good. Yeah. That's your first Manslaughter book. is uh, you do a type five bus. If it's shit, you literally get killed on stage. You die on stage. That's Manslaughter. You get murdered on stage. <laughs> yeah, and you really make a thing out of it, the laughter in Slaughter. You really pump it yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man's laughter. Man's laughter. Laughter. Uh, um, I feel like 
Dana White, much like much like every person who has achieved anything, is like has had one good idea. Yeah. Then like turn it into a billion dollars, and suddenly thinks that every idea they have is good. Like hmm. it yeah. it happens so fucking often that it's like <laughs> wow. <laughs> Well, I'll show you what we need, pal. We're really good at this wrestling thing. What about football? XFL. <laughs> okay, Vince, it just, the more you come up with these things, the more it seems like you just, you kind of got lucky the first time. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. All right, Zuckerberg, the fucking metaverse is where it's at. It's just, <laughs> yeah, it seems like you just got lucky the first time. I think there's a term, like a psychological term for this, which is when you give someone enough money, they think everything they do is amazing there's like because of what this has happened a lot because money is shot through the roof in the world like you've got billionaires suddenly existing that they don't think it's like a, maybe they call it a golden goose syndrome or something where they literally think they can fix the world because yeah. well how else would i've gotten all this money definitely not through uh corruption or like the on the necks of other people definitely not that yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's guy. also it like it's it's like an it's it's a mod it's a problem of modernity isn't it because if you were a a hunter gatherer or, or or something right and you figured out a method of hunting that caused you to just get more wild boar than the next guy the thing to do would be like let's fucking do that loads that's the just honey pot yeah let's fucking exactly. go for it you know yeah whatever it might be i don't know what it yeah, yeah whatever it might be whatever it might be could be a honey pot though. Could be a honey yeah. pot. Could be Seduce Winnie the Pooh. Could be Winnie the Pooh could be involved in this, and he'll bring his friends, and they're delicious too. Like <laughs> yeah. and rabbit and Tigger. I mean, I'm telling you, the whole hundred acre wood, they're delicious. <laughs> they're delicious, and, and they look delicious. Come on, like a How much honey tigger, You wouldn't say no. Yeah, <laughs> piglet would piglet would just slice up into these lovely fucking <laughs> lovely bits of back bacon. You can tell. Yeah, yeah, come on, yeah, yeah. Eeyore would be a bit tough, but like, I mean, if you slow braise, I'm gonna Eeyore... say, yeah, Eeyore is one of those unfashionable cuts of meat, you know, where he wants you. That's why you got to braise it. You got to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those like, tinfoil wrapped, like, smoked ones, like, like really yeah, puzzle yeah. Crock pot yeah, job. It's like the whole it's way, 48 man. hours it takes to cook an Eeyore, you know? <laughs> well, Michael, once that connective tissue starts to break down, mwah. What? <laughs> oh. Um, I feel yeah. I feel like it, that that like I think I'm a genius. Everything I do is going to work. Kind of happens like after the like half a million markers because you do hear people who had like one business and they did another, then they did another, and then it's like, but if your first idea made you a billion dollars, yeah, it's like I would. Yeah, everyone would think they're like that. They're a fucking genius, and everything that they touch turns to gold. You know, like. It's like you, know, you do. It's like, oh wow! Now I have fucking fifty billion dollars. Deadly. Like I'm, you're I'm not you're also broadly speaking at the point where failure is actually impossible. Where there's very little you yeah. can do beyond give it away in large volumes and like soft bank your way into poverty is like the only other option. And yeah. and sometimes giving it away can result in lots of money. For example, Anthony Kiedis gave it away, gave it away, gave it away, gave it away. Now and yeah, yeah, he did yeah, it yeah. Now. He did <laughs> large volumes immediately. Yeah, exactly. I'm not I'm not comparing Elon Musk to Hitler. There's plenty of people on Twitter who'll do that for me. But like it's the like on some level, if you're Hitler, right, it takes a big and he obviously wasn't a great character, but like it takes an amazing person to be able to Whoa, hot well, take from Anna's here. They're all no, no, think about it. You're you're Hitler and like all this horrible stuff you're doing, and everyone's chanting at you that you're brilliant. They're going, Hey, hooray for you. Like mm. on some like how smart would you have to be to be able to go i know they're telling me i'm great but i'm probably not at a certain point you'd be like i'm probably pretty great am not i i'm they probably keep, pretty keep saying how great i am <laughs> i keep killing the ones who don't but everyone else remaining 10 out of 10 remaining germans think i'm fucking <laughs> And we got some we got some pushback actually speaking of Hitler no not speaking of Hitler we got some pushback over some of the things we said last week about Ben Shapiro I'm told we should be nicer to him I'm told that we were we were unfair uh, and I've looked it up and in fact I have a lot more in common with Ben Shapiro than I thought I did for example I also find his sister very attractive hey! <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
I'm sorry. Oh, very good. I'm very sorry good. About that. Yeah. <laughs> poor, poor Ben Shapiro. We're not bullying him the right amount, whatever it is. <laughs> whatever it is, we're not bullying him the right amount. Yeah. It means you're picking your nose too much or not enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so, uh, ap- ap- apologies to the Shapiro family and, and also no apologies at all to your family. So, there you go. There's the two. It's two things. Uh, we've uh, it's been a while since we probably finished them, but we do have beers to review. Um, anyone talk to you? I'll go first because mine's boring. The Rambler yeah. by uh, Porterhouse of the Porterhouse series has probably been the weakest, but I would describe it very much as a background beer. I had a great time. I drank a beer. It wasn't offensive in any way. It tasted as I wanted it to taste. Fine, you know, it's a it's the definition of a seven. Fair, fair, fair enough. I would have very similar feelings about Bavic Super Pills or Bavic Super Pills or however it's pronounced. Not worth the like three something it was for the 330 mil can of it, uh, but perfectly fine. Uh, and drinking with your buddies, it, it's grand. Uh, would realistically be a five, but I enjoyed my time. So it's a six. There you go. Wishing you a happy Christmas and a great new year. The good news is you probably can't get this anymore. <laughs> um, it would just it just kept that taste that weird little like matchstick taste through thread it yeah. now i did crack into another beer and i'm still tasting it the problem might be my mouth someone's been <laughs> someone's been ashing your gob there but i will say dead center brewing do make some of my favorite beers so if you do see them they're little like uh location pin if they bring back teeny tiny i've been able to find in ages but they were one of my favorite micro like the table beers they had. Um, so if you can find something with Dead Center, their core range, great. This one, if I was to put a guess, it was seasonal. So one of a couple of things happened. Oh, uh, this is great. It's the holidays. Everyone's feeling good about themselves. Send it out. Oh, this isn't so good. It's seasonal. Send it out. One of those <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no, like... And I say that all the love for Dead Center because I really do enjoy their core range. And then I cracked into a pilot beer from uh, the White Hack. And that's where I know that the, the matchstick taste has remained. This doesn't exist yet. It's a pilot beer. It's like literally just a label on a can. Um, but it's a West Coast hazy IPA. Another 5% has that classic garlicky taste from a haze. But the West Coast is adding a little bit of that kind of smoky. I'm not sure it's meant to. I'm liking it because it's a second beer and usually by your second beer you're having more fun but i don't think i can give it a score because uh it doesn't i don't know what i'm scoring yeah wait and so wait how did you how did you get your hands on that pile of beer then i'm part of their uh box their subscription box and every once in a while they send out stuff that they're just kind of canning but isn't out for release um so yeah it's a nice little nice little can nice little something i didn't give it a first tasting either but yeah, it has that classic garlicky wild meadow smell to it. Could be good. I'd say they'll it's sort out the mastic taste if it's, it's not the in the West. West. It's the, the taste of the West. West. The proper it's taste rude. of the West. Yeah, brewed out West, which, I mean, doesn't taste the same as those brewed at St. James's Gate, obviously. I mean, but inspired true. by the... But inspired, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. Brewed, brewed West, inspired by a taste of the West, brewed at St. James's Gate. Yes, yeah. <clears throat> inspired by that one wanker mate you have who went surfing once and won't shut up about it. It's <laughs> Rock Shore. <laughs> God, God bless Rock Shore. Uh, Jack, um, return yeah. to Browntown. Bad, bad Leroy. How do you feel about him? Uh, Leroy Brown is a good man. He's a little lighter than you'd expect for someone who's a brown. Yeah, it's exactly what I said at the start. Like it's 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 super easy to drink, um, which is great. It's better than a lager beer. It's not as good as most brown ales we've had. I'm gonna give this a seven. Fair enough. Yeah, brown ales tended to score very well on on this podcast, and we've had a few hypotheses as to why that might be. Partially, it's because not that many places maybe do them, so that the ones who do them are probably serious about them. But yeah. Um, I say Mel's, I think do a nicer one, yellow belly, mm-hmm. not yellow belly, yeah. Yeah. Lyra River used to do a nicer one. Gill do a nice one. Lock yeah. Gill, very nice one. Like nutty. Yeah. 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 Very so, nice. Yeah, probably the American Brown, that that Rye River. When I say Rye River, I meant remember McGargles used to have like uh Uncle Dex sexy pecs or whatever it was called. It was, mm-hmm. called, like, it was, a, it was called something else, but you know, it was a, it was a brown <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm hoping it will have a season because, like, obviously we've gone through IPAs, hazies, sessions, West Coast, East Coast, North Coast, South Coast. Uh, yeah, yeah. Towers, <laughs> whatever the fuck else people are throwing in. Barrel aged. Brown needs to have a fucking. Brown all needs to time. have its moment in the sun. People need to yeah. get around the brown. They need to come down to Brown Town. They need to come down mm-hmm. to Brown Town. On the south side of Chicago, I'm, I'm told. Like, and the only reason you wouldn't is if you're a coward. Yeah, yeah, we're calling you out. You cowards. Although as soon as everyone starts to do them, there's going to be a lot of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then suddenly you'd be like, oh, Brown wasn't that great to begin with, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, this is about as beer-focused as an episode as we're likely to do anytime soon. And, uh, (laughs) you know, probably don't watch Paris Lap is probably our advice. Although... Like, yeah, yeah if enough of our know. listeners watch it, those two or three extra views could push that it over the edge to getting renewed. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, we're watching it on YouTube. Is it on real television? Could you, sure. I mean, it's the only thing on my television. Surely not. You would think, you would think a profit seeking entity would not want to put it oh, on. Wait, there, no, right? no. I've just read, the, I've just read the comment, I've just read the description. It is Paris Lap Wednesdays, 10 p.m. on TBS. All right, so it's not only just on television, it's on a fucking gigantic station. Of course it is. Why not? <laughs> Fuck it. Jesus Christ. So on the one, on the one sense, uh, that's bad for humanity. On the other sense, you can get you can irony watch it with no guilt. Because if it's on TBS, your little YouTube view doesn't matter to them. They don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just watch it with an ad blocker. Watch it with an ad block. It's true. I did. I, I did the same. I do the same thing. I cover my eyes whenever they come on. I just yeah. Cup of, I the, yeah. Cup the original ad blocker. The original ad blocker. Make a cup of tea during the ad breaks. I'd say <laughs> probably. We'll have more fun de Burka on Facebook <laughs> later on. <laughs> oh, I gotta tell. I gotta tell my mother and father that one, and I guarantee you will be their status in like the next twenty minutes. <laughs> the original <laughs> ad blocker making a cup of tea when they're on. <laughs> It's good, it's good, it's good. Uh, really, only there's just one thing to choose to, and that is to it's the to, original ad blocker. To the original ad blocker. Original ad blocker. <laughs> All right, uh, that was fun. It's always that fun. That was very fun. It's always, always fun. fun. So, mm. Jack, if you could get those Happy files up, get them up uh, ASAP. Yeah. Yeah. yeah gonna and, uh, I'm going to upload my files as well. And by files, I mean P. And by yeah. upload, I mean go to the bathroom. Good enough. Splice in some reaction shots of me and shove it on the air.